Welcome to 500 Seconds to Joy, friends. Today you're getting to hear from Jessica Lewis, and she is the author of the Gratitude Journal and Devotional for Kids and Teens, and she sent me a copy of this. Oh my goodness, it's incredible. So my three-and-a-half-year-old and I have been doing this every morning since I got it, and she is now asking me for it. Oh, it's a beautiful journal. I will definitely post about it on Instagram. I'll post a page that my daughter filled out and it just shows that, you know, like Jessica's mission, we really can help raise children who are grateful, grounded, and prayerful. And I definitely encourage you to follow her on Instagram at gratitude gives life. And Jessica is just a breath of fresh air. I love what she shares. I'm so grateful for her and I'm grateful that she created this resource for our children and just really calls us into closeness with God by reading scripture every day and also thinking about what we're grateful for. And we want to do that as adults and we want to help teach our children to do that as well. So without further ado, here's my conversation with the lovely Jessica Lewis. Welcome to the podcast, Jessica. Thank you. Yeah, you're so welcome. I'm excited to have you here. And I love chatting with authors. Um, Any of my listeners, if you're a Longtime listener, you know that, and I'm just so, so excited about what you've created. So you are going to talk with us about finding our identity in Christ, and you are the author of the Gratitude Journal and Devotional for Kids and Teens. Um, so, and the subtitle on this book, I have it in front of me, Who God Is and Who God Says I Am. I love that, and I love thinking about what is our identity in Christ? So could you just start by introducing yourself and sharing what this season of life looks like for you? Absolutely. Um, So I have two small children, so four and seven, two absolutely wild and crazy boys. (laughs) And I've been married to my husband, Skylar, for almost 10 years. And so my oldest one is in second grade, and then my younger one's about to go into school. And This season of life is a lot of parks, a lot of playing, and we own a business together. And a couple of years ago, I stepped out of that business and just wanted to be a mom, wanted to slow down, wanted to settle into um, just routines of taking care of my family and taking care of our house. So this season right now looks, before the journal got published, (laughs) looks slow and it looks, um, intentional with each step. And I've gotten a lot of quiet time to think about how do I really want my life to look. So, and now that this journal has been published, it's been a little bit different because I've been out speaking and talking about it and really trying to make a difference um, just as it's done in our life. Hmm. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, before we clicked record, it is making a difference. And even though it's geared toward kids seven and up, um, who can, you know, write in the journal and say what they're grateful for. Um, I really do think, you know, like I said, with my three and a half year old, she got something out of it. You know, the Bible verse you shared and just thinking about what she's grateful for that she's made her art projects. So cool. And I like that you say on the, the cover of the book, raising purposeful, prayerful and mindful children. That is just so needed. And especially right now we're home. We are all together. This is a great opportunity to work on things like this, like cultivating gratitude and 
um, just becoming more, I like the word intentional. That's actually the word I chose for the year of 2020. So um, yeah, I really like that word a lot. I, I really love the idea of slowing down, figuring out what matters and, you know, God matters. So can you share your personal journey to finding your identity in Christ? Like, what does that mean to you? And, and how have you discovered your identity in Christ? And how could you maybe encourage the listeners today? Absolutely. Um, so I didn't grow up a Christian, so I didn't even know what identity in Christ meant for a very long time. Um, I grew up, uh, my dad left at a really young age and then my mom got remarried and, um, my sister had developmental disabilities and there was a lot of chaos always going on in our house. There was a lot of yelling. There was a lot of fighting. There was a lot of unresolved conflict. And I think just at an early age with all of that mixed in, I decided that my value and my worth and my, essentially my identity was going to be found in my achievements and be found in what I did. And it would be found outside of me. So I took my grades really seriously. I went into business really young at 19 as, and was super, super successful. And on the outside, someone would have said, she has it all together, right? Mm-hmm. Yet I placed my identity in things that were outside of me and things that were open to being broken. So I went through a divorce um, when I was in my early, early 20s because I had built this business with someone and I was so scared of ending the relationship that I instead got married so that I wouldn't have to shake the foundation of my identity of being a successful person and people looking at me in a certain light. So I, as my identity has gotten rocked over the years because it was placed in outside things, as I began to grow with God and grow in Christ, I was like, oh my gosh, like God says completely different things about me. God says I'm made in his image. God says I'm perfect, right? God says I'm um, a masterpiece. God says all these things that sounded really good for a really long time, but didn't make sense. I'm like, okay, I'm a believer now. And this is what he says about me. Yet I still, if I don't do something or if I make a mistake, I'm the hardest person on myself, right? I, it's my identity is still attached to my outside actions, And it took me really seeking God over and over again. Jeremiah 29, 13 comes to mind, where if you seek God with all your heart, you know, you'll find him. But it wasn't just this one time seeking of like, Lord, like I want who I am to be based on what you say. It was me going to biblical counseling and doing it, me going to Bible studies and talking about it, me going to retreats that talked about it. And then finally, um, recently within the last couple of years, I went to a retreat and it happened to be all about my identity in Christ. And I feel like God did a miracle on my heart and he just filled all the pain and all the holes that I had um, created in my life or that were given to me in my life with his truths. And I finally felt whole and loved. And then from that point forward, like I am, I knew that I'm his daughter and he has all the love that I need. And everything that I get from everybody else is just a bonus. So it really took me um, seeking him with all my heart in order to begin to build this identity. And I still struggle with placing it in outside things, but I can come back to the point of knowing that it's in him. Mm -hmm. That is so good. That is a great verse to share. Yeah, I think 
reading scripture, wouldn't you agree that reading scripture daily or weekly or however often you can do it as much as you can, don't you think reading scripture is just so key in in learning what God has to say about us instead of letting the world tell us who we are or even the thoughts in our own head? Um, those are often toxic. Sometimes those are the worst thoughts um, about ourselves, like you said. Don't you think reading scripture as often as you can helps combat, you know, putting our, our worth in outside sources? Oh my gosh, that brings up the best point. Because over the course of this retreat, um, we started to speak scripture over each other. And we started to figure out the false beliefs and the lies that we believed about ourselves. And then we put those up against what God said about him what God said about me or what God said about those lies. And so, yes, I am like 100% the hugest believer of speaking that over um, me, my kids and other people as they're praying, praying and eating things. Absolutely. Being in God's word has radically, like I am a different person if I'm not in his word every single day, because that's when I get filled with him. I'm a, yes, that is, I'm really big on all of that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, your book, the Gratitude Journal and Devotional, I mean, part of a devotional is scripture. And I love that you have a scripture verse and then just a quick little, you know, breakdown of what that means. So, you know, Colossians 3.12, you know, you break it down and say, I am chosen, holy and dearly loved. So are those the kinds of things you speak over your kids and yourself? Absolutely. All of those verses are, when I thought about creating this journal, I wanted to infuse my mind and my kids' minds with exactly that, like what God says about us. But the only way to do it is if we're doing it every single day. So what you said about being in scripture every day, that's why I created this journal, because I wanted a way, a simple way for us to be able to bring my child back to being grateful and me and myself myself included in that, but bring us back to being grateful and then to be in God's word every day in a really simple way. But if my child would normally, or Brendan, my son, he would just skip past that if he could. And he wouldn't um, read it if he didn't have something that made him process through it. So I feel like the biggest gift is processing through what that means to him, right? Or what that means to me, because God brings different things up in these verses than what it is the first time that I read it. And even with praying, like I wanted to make sure there was a prayer in that journal also, because the prayers in our house used to just sound like, God, help me have a good day, or God, pray for this person. And they weren't deep, authentic prayers to God. So as you notice that the Bible verses changes, the prayers change also. And so they get deep into, Lord, forgive me for, or Lord, I'm scared, or God, I'm scared about this. Or God, I'm anxious about this, or I need your help with this. So it almost teaches kids to pray at the exact same time as as we keep them in scripture. So amazing. And I love, I feel like some of the best things come out of what you've created for yourself and your own family. And then you see this need and you think, wait, I bet other people could benefit from this. I mean, I think that's why most books get written and podcasts and just all these different resources that people create, usually it's born out of your own, you know, need for it. And so, and we're all, you know, in the body of Christ, we are all made in his image. There are so many similarities that unite us. And so 
I love that you've created this because I would agree that in my family, I need this. I bet a lot of listeners need this as well. Um, So I think taking a step toward figuring out our identity in Christ, being in the word, getting this book. I mean, I really think it's, it can be very transformative for, for families. And how cool is it if as a parent, you're doing this with your child? I mean, training yourself while you're helping train your children to be grateful, to pray, to read scripture daily. And I love that the scripture verses are super short and simple, yet so profound and like you said, different things come out every time you read it. You know, it could be different from one day to the next. Um, I just love that. Is there anything else you want to say to encourage listeners in, you know, finding their identity in Christ and cultivating this, this intentional living, this prayerful, grateful existence? I think one of the things that's really transformed me finding that was me setting aside like a set routine to be with God. So my morning routine really, really matters. I know it's helped me build this identity. So in the morning when I wake up, like, and I'm alone, I get my coffee, I do my gratitude journal. And then I try and spend a couple minutes just in silence. Like I start out with God, I need you. And I just sit there quietly and quiet myself to hear God. Because I feel like I've been covered in his love and felt his overwhelming peace, peace, excuse me, when I am still enough to hear it. Mm-hmm. And then I go into my devotional. Um, and so I wanted that same. So it kind of ties back into why I even created it for my son. Like I wanted him to have a morning routine to be able to go to. And I wanted him to have a set time to find his, like he can't encounter God if it's all over the place or he can, but it's going to be different if he's doing it every single day in a routine. So when it comes to finding your identity in Christ, one, I would even figure out where your point A is like, where are you at? What do you place your identity in? Right. If things were stripped away from you, like, for example, things are stripped away from us right now with this virus that's going around, like as things get stripped away, if you didn't have your job, if you didn't have, um, money saved. If you do, if you didn't have your title as a wife or as a mom or as whatever title you have, like we place our identity in so many things, but if those are stripped away, that's when, you know, Oh man, like I was placing it in this. Um, so I would begin to think about like where you have your identity placed. If that were to get rocked, what would happen to you? What, 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 were the, what would be the thoughts that would begin to come up? So, you know, your point a, and then I would actively begin to seek to know, what God says about you because he's healed me in so many ways by just being in his word and figuring out what he says on a subject. And I was just reading yesterday. I was, wish I had the verse. Um, I was in a Bible study and it even said that Jesus sought him and went alone and prayed in the morning time. And I was like, Oh my gosh, yes. like, I'm on the mm-hmm. right track. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like these little nuggets that I get if I set aside the time to do it. Because if I don't set aside a specific time and do it right away, it gets past me. Right. And I, I feel like I would have been missing, I would have missed out on a lot if I didn't have a set time in order to do it. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. That's a really good call to action for listeners. And just to share a little bit from my own life, because I, can't get up before the kiddos. Um, my one and a half year old still gets up in the night and is up at six or six thirty usually. It's just too much in this season. But I have kind of realized, wait, they often nap in the afternoon together. 
So Mm -hmm. I have a little, you know, thing I do in the morning with a devotional and writing what I'm grateful for, but they're there. So that's not my still silent time with God. So it's in the afternoon that I get that. And I can look forward to that plan for it. And it does take discipline for sure. But when I do it, it's so life-giving. Um, it's so incredible having just a few minutes, even if it's five minutes of silence, it's just so powerful and silence is so rare these days. But when we're home a lot, like over the next few weeks, however long this lasts, um, I do think the Lord is inviting us into silence with him and scripture um, and just, yeah, seeing, seeing what he says about us, who he says we are in him. I just love everything you've shared, Jessica, and so grateful for your time and just how you encourage women and um, rally around families. And can you just share um, where people can find you and connect with you and then where they can get your book, The Gratitude Journal and Devotional for Kids and Teens? Absolutely. Um, So you can definitely find me on Instagram at Gratitude Gives Life. Um, and the books are on Amazon. If you search gratitude journal and Jessica Lewis, my name, and I'm sure that Stephanie will put the link in there also, but gratitude Mm -hmm. journal and Jessica Lewis. Um, and yes, I would love to connect. This is this practice, whether it's mine or another has radically changed my life. It's interesting how as a mom, I'll, I'll close with this, Stephanie, sorry, I'm going to add one more thing. It's interesting as a mom how, um, my kids have, I noticed that my kids pick up my tendencies So although I've raised my son in an environment that says like, I used to, I, we affirm him. I say, you're a hard worker, you're um, generous, you're giving, you're um, kind. We say all these good things about him. And what I realized when God placed my identity in him firmly was that all those things that I'm speaking over him are temporary. All those things he's going to be able to deny in some way when he doesn't do that thing, when he's not giving all the times I've told him he was giving, he now has reason to believe that that's untrue. Right. Mm -hmm. And so he um, genetically, I feel like inherited my identity and placing value in the things that he did. So he would constantly come to me and say, mom, is this okay? Mom, is this okay? Mom, is this okay? And um, we just, I really, I really started to notice it as he continued to do that over and over. I'm like, Oh my God, goodness, this dude is trying to get me to say, He's good because of what he did. And a couple of weeks ago, he came up and he said, mom, dad, did you know that God says we're perfect? And we were like, yeah, dude. And he's like, God makes everyone perfect and they're perfect because he made them. We're like, yes, yes, we believe it. And that's in the journal. And then my husband said, babe, but do you believe that that's true? And he's like, well, and he just walked out and he didn't answer us. And Mm -hmm. It was at that moment or that one of many moments where I'm like, okay, this is working, right? Because we can tell Mm -hmm. our children things all the time, but they have to make them their own, right? Right. Eventually their faith is going to have to be their own or our faith is going to have to be their own. So I was so grateful that he's wrestling with scripture on his own time because he's in it every day. Wow. So it's just been um, such a gift. Like that's one of many stories that... I hope if you're listening to this, that you do go onto my Instagram. That's one of many, many stories that have radically transformed our family just from this simple practice. That is incredible. Thank you so much, Jessica. I appreciate you being here and sharing everything. And wow, everybody, please go get this book. I I really think it can change lives. 
Yeah. Thanks, Jessica. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome.